Hello and welcome to the Jill Lublin Show. I'm so glad you dropped by today because we have an amazing guest, Sandra Yancey. Sandra and I've known each other probably going almost on 20 years now. It's amazing. She's the author of six books and a CNN hero. Why? Because she's the founder of eWomen Network, an organization that I've actually been a member of for just as long and an amazing contribution to the world she is. And eWomen Network, well, one of their missions is to raise $1 million from 1 million women in revenue. That's an amazing, uh, amazing goal that will help so many. Welcome, Sandra, to the show. Jill, it's wonderful to be with you. I feel like we've grown up together, you know? Like <laughs> I think we actually have. Yeah, we've grown up in business together. We've known each other for so long. It's great to be with you, always. Thank you. Well, you're an amazing woman. And I, I know, you know, I watch you and learn so much. You're such an inspiration, not only to me, but to all the e-women members who are, you know, both mm -hmm. in the U.S. and internationally. And I see that in this wild, wild west we're in now, oh, right. the new times, right? Yes. You've done so much to adapt to this new environment. And what have you done? Will you share with our with our viewers? Because I think you've done so many successful things. Yeah, well, first and foremost, um, you know, we didn't pivot. We did a 180. I mean, it was time to just really turn things upside down and around. I think people can think they make a little pivot, like they just turn a little bit, you know what I mean? And, the, and they've done enough. And I think this was a time for us to, you know, really, um, you know, make a major transformation and make a major statement. And so, you know, on March 13th, at the beginning of March, I had my platinum event at the end of February, like I do every year. I, I went right from there on the road to start my tour. Um, did, I think, uh, three cities, Phoenix, Calabasas, and Orange County came back for the weekend and the world shut down on March 13th. And uh, we were a live event company. So uh, the, the truth of the matter is our total, our business model crashed and burned. And, you know, we say that, you know, in three weeks, we uh, converted the company all online. But the truth be told, it was more than that because we were literally running three shifts. It was 24 hours a day, um, you know, uh, strategizing, creating, and then we had all the marketing marketing components that needed to be done, all the technology that needed to be coded and that kind of thing, and the training that we needed to do for our 118 chapters across the U.S., Canada, the United Kingdom, and Australia. So it wasn't a, it wasn't a small feat. So, you know, if you think about three shifts, you know, over three weeks, right, it was really probably a nine, 10 week uh, project that was condensed. So, you know, I have to tell you, you know, uh, I, 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 I don't think I've worked this hard in 2020 than I have in maybe about 18 years. You know, I mean, it's been major, but, you know, we moved our conference. We ended up going into a virtual a three-day event. I hired the same production crew uh, that Tony Robbins uses, you know, and, uh, you know, big risk, big risk. But, you know, what's the term? No risk it, no biscuit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just think, you know, you have to, you have to go big. I knew my members were suffering. Those that moved to their conference to 2021 uh, from 2020, I gave them 550 points. That's the equivalent of $550. It was my way to give all of these people who are the strong believers and engaged people in eWomen Network, basically $550 that they could use for anything and everything. So it was a huge investment that I made, right? Almost a half a million dollars in, in money that I would otherwise transact, but give back. 
back, you know, because that's what you do when you have a real community. You, you know, you, you work hard. You know, you and I were having a, a conversation uh, on another time about, you know, my, my new message really is that money does buy happiness. Um, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, then you just haven't given away enough money because it, it makes me happy to help other people. And it doesn't, and now I'm learning, it doesn't even have to be all charity. It could just be the people that, you know, have been your supporters and who have been loyal and are dedicated. And, you know, it's time to give back in all different kinds of ways. Well, this is something, you know, being a, a, a longtime eWomen member that what I've noticed about you is so powerful is the commitment to charity yeah. and um, having having individual chapters really giving back on local levels. Yes. Um, so where did that come from? What, what inspired uh, you that know, for you? I, um, I was raised uh, by a single mom for many years. My, my father died on my birthday in a car accident when I turned five years old. Uh, my mother, Mexican, a Lopez, Maria Lopez, doesn't get any more Jane Doe than that. And uh, imagine the phone book back in the day with Maria Lopez. <laughs> remember phone books <laughs> anyway um you know and so my mother um you know raised us and until she could get a driver's license because i lived in a really small you know farm town in uh midwest in a midwestern state they didn't have transit systems and that kind of thing and you know my mother didn't have a driver's license uh because she couldn't she could she could speak English, but she couldn't read it and write it in a way that made her really proficient to understand intersection and yield. Those are advanced words for people when English isn't your first language, right? So she really had to master English and then go get her driver's license. And in those years, we were raised on welfare. But, you know, my mother always, you know, you know a very, very a religious woman, um, you know, as most Hispanics are. And, you know, we went to church, you know, at least twice a week sometimes three times a week. And my mother always put a nickel. She always found a way to put a nickel in our hand. I remember my mother, you know, uh, putting her hands at the laundromat. We didn't have washer and dryer at the laundromat, you know, in chairs, walking around in case people had money that fell out of their pockets. And she would, I remember my mother doing that. And to this day, when I clean my house, I'm, I'm taking the vacuum cleaner, you know, when Kim gets out the shop vac and going in those crevices. The point of the matter is she always found a way to put a nickel. My mother just always believed that no matter how hard it was, somebody had it harder. You know what I mean? And that you could scrape up a nickel, you know, you could scrape up. And I actually thought a nickel was more valuable than a dime when I was little, just because it was a bigger coin. You know what I mean? And, um, and I remember just her always, my two older brothers and I giving each one of us a nickel to put in the, the offering baskets. And so it just, I, you know, St. Vincent de Paul, we fed by, you know, St. Vincent de Paul who brought groceries to the poor once a month, you know, and uh, I loved it when they came because that meant that was the only time I got to sit on the counter and uh, take the items out of the spam <laughs> out of the, the the bags and hand it to my mom and she would put it away and um, I didn't understand who they were in fact I was in my late 20s and one time I asked my mom by the way who were those men in suits when we were little that would come to the house the wonder bread was always at the top when I heard the word one when I heard breadwinner 
uh, my, uh, my, the first time I heard that, I thought, oh, these are guys that won these groceries. And my mother knew these guys that always had suits on, you know, and came and brought, and my mother said they were from St. Vincent de Paul. They were from the church and they brought food to the poor. I, I didn't know that I was that poor, Jill. My mother mm. had a lot of pride and, um, but I've just always known that, you know, um, there's always room. There's just always room to, to give back, you know, yeah. and, and when you, you, you lose your, when you lose your excuses, you find, you find the way to make things happen. Mm. That yeah. is so powerful. Thank you for sharing that. And yeah. such a, such a beautiful story. And I think so inspiring for others, just as you are. And, you know, listen, you said we've grown up together and, and you've grown so much, so much in business, obviously, but if you were to share a, a lesson, you know, that you want to share with our viewers about how to um, succeed in business, because I know you've succeeded tremendously mm -hmm. and pivoted and, you know, yeah. shifted with the tides. Yeah. What would you, what would you tell people? What's one of your secrets to do? Well, I have two. So one of them is the obvious, and that is that all business is about relationships. You know, I mean, honestly, and, and they, they link the two things that I'm going to share with you. They are intertwined. One doesn't exist without the other. And the other thing is that you have to dream so big that you don't know how. I mean, I think that sometimes we we don't understand that we're self-sabotaging by setting our dreams based on what we believe we can accomplish based on put saying, well, I do this, and I do this, and I do that. Some people need to have all those ducks in a row. And I was one of those people. People. And what I've learned is that, you know, dream so big that it's just a great dream, right? And then, and you can feel it, you can visualize, you can feel it and don't worry about the how, because it's not about the how, it's really about who's walking beside you, mm -hmm. right? That can guide you and coach you and advise you, hold up the mirror to you. And that's where the relationships come in. All business is about relationships. Mm -hmm. And at some level, I think probably, although I I can't, can't say I knew it going into it, but it is my hindsight that um, that's why I created a relationship business. I, I, I didn't fully know what I, that all business was about relationships. I just knew that they were really important. And what I know is you can solve anything um, when you've got really great relationships. And if you have a setback, it's just temporary. It's probably a lesson you needed to learn because if you hold on to your dream, it, you'll probably see this problem arise again. Only now you'll have the wisdom when the stakes are higher and you'll be able to make, you know, those mid-course corrections based on previous previous experience. Um, but, you, you know, even when you make a mistake, if you've got good relationships or what I call in some cases girlfriends, you know, they'll bring you the Kleenex to wipe your tears. You know what I mean? They'll, you know, roll you in bed when you got to curl up in a ball for a couple of days. And then they'll also give you a kick, you know, and say enough already, get up you know quit wallowing and um you know all those all levels of relationships are i think so important to not only success but happiness mm. wow that was powerful thank you and uh, let me just ask you what are you most proud of what are you most proud of in all your business success in particular is this success your, besides your grandson <laughs> <laughs> yeah granddaughter granddaughter, granddaughter excuse Tatiana, me. no problem i know she's uh she's she's come in and changed everything. Um, I would say I, I have to tell you that 
it's intertwined a little bit. I mean, the fact that I've been able to build this business alongside my life partner of over 40 years, Kim, and we haven't killed each other. <laughs> we couldn't be more different. You know what I mean? But we have the same values and we have uh, the same commitment, right? Our goals are the same. We just have very different ways of working. But also now, you know, that my daughter's in the business and she's embarking on a, you know, 10 year succession plan. And uh, so that's kind of fun that I get to come every day. And because of that, Tatiana, my granddaughter, who's just three months old, will visit, you know, and, uh, and then we've also been able to make sure that our son feels included, you know, that even though he's not working in the business, he's part of it. You know, he's part of it the company values and who knows i mean he's too young now to want to make that shift um because the brianna and he are almost five years four and a half years apart um and she did say at one time that she would never work here <laughs> um but uh and and, I, and i'm not wedded to it it's okay if he doesn't he needs to follow his path but to make sure that he doesn't feel excluded, but that he still feels included and part of the family and part of the family business. That's important too. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm most proud of that for sure. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Well, you've raised such a beautiful family and it's, I love how they're now really an essential part of yeah. it. Of course, Completely. You know, Tatiana's going to take over after that, I know. right? Because, <laughs> you know, I was, th I was, I mean, there's 30 years apart when, you know, I had Brianna. Brianna turns 30 in a week, right? So, you know, I was born in 60. She was born in 90. Tatiana was born in 2020. So, you know, I think that, you know, eWomen Network has the potential of having a future that I probably will never witness. And that's mm -hmm. legacy, isn't it? Yes, it is. But speaking yeah. of the future, yeah. I would love to know what do you what are you most personally excited about? And, and thrilled like to bring in, like what's your vision for the future? So, well, you know, my vision for the future is that it's important to know that I'm gonna have to unlearn everything that I've learned. Because <laughs> success is about learning, unlearning and relearning, I think, you know, uh, that's really at the root of innovation. And so, you know, what I love is, you know, I, I mean, obviously we have our company goals. We have five goals that um, we have every year for the company that moves the business forward. 80% of our efforts and resources go into the first three. Um, and so, you know, I, I believe that, the, that there's going to be a hybrid coming out of the pandemic. You know, everybody is online. And now that they've announced the potential of a vaccine, there will be a hybrid. Where, I mean, people need to hug again. They need to be around each other again. But we've learned so much online that we're not going to just, you know, pack it up with a bow and store it away and say, thank you. I think there's going to be this hybrid version. So for me, it's always about watching uh, your custom, your prospects and customers ever shifting buying patterns, you know, and buying choices and then remaining adaptive. So, you know, we have, well, we don't plan anymore beyond three years um, because I think things shift so much. There was a time in the very beginning when I planned five to seven years and I don't do that anymore. Um, about three years is as far as we go. So, you know, I'm really excited about all the new um, offerings that we have, our coaching programs, our celebrity science branding programs, our podcast network, of course, you know, our, our, our um, 
you know, foundation, all the work that we're right now, we're really focusing on the digital divide with the, with the pandemic. We've had a lot of kids who don't have access to computers and don't have access to the internet. And so therefore they're not getting access to being able to compete academically, which is impacting their ability to go to college because these are usually in socio disadvantaged areas. And as a child of that environment, um, I can appreciate what it means to have a dream, but not having access, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm really excited about what we're doing uh, in partnering with Dell in getting schools, the computers that they need so that the kids can continue, laptops, because it's easier to get free internet than it is to get free computers. So if we're going to attack one thing, let's get the computers in their hands, they can always go to, you know, public places that will give them um, access to the internet. That also is an issue that we've got to correct, though. But I'm excited about continuing to grow our chapters. I'm excited about the digital, um, new digital uh, ways in which we reach people, our training that we're doing via online summits. And I'm I'm really excited about what's going to be new as we come together and live events again. I know. And I can't wait to hug you again. (laughs) I can't wait to hug you. Right. Yeah, completely. I know. Oh, thank you. And thank you so much for being on. I know that you have something uh, for our wonderful viewers. Would you let us know? Yeah. So, you know, my passion is 1 million entrepreneurs each achieving $1 million in annual revenue. Um, It's a passion of mine because I know that the world will significantly, significantly change when that happens. I mean, all you have to do is take your hourly or daily rate and divide it by a million dollars. And that will tell you how many people you have impacted with your genius and your gifts, right? And imagine the ripple effect if we're all doing that. And you don't have to buy the bigger house or the nicer car. You can give it away. That's where that whole you know, um, money does buy happiness, right? When you give it away and help for those causes or those injustices. So what I want to do is teach you my seven, um, seven, uh, element formula for how it is that I've gone about building a multi-million dollar global business and I'm going to give it it's video based plus worksheets you can self-paced do it on your own and all you have to do to go to get it is to download it for free ewn for eWomen network ewn.news like N-E-W-S, news, forward slash monetize me, ewn.news forward slash monetize me, and it's my gift to you. Oh, thank you, Sandra. You're generous as always, and I just appreciate you. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for thinking of me and including me, and I can't wait for all the new things we've already talked about in prepping for this that we're going to do together. So love you, girl. Love you. (laughs) <laughs> oh, thank you. Okay. Love, All love right. you too. Okay. And thank you everyone for watching, for listening. I'm so glad you're here today. Uh, keep tuning in, keep connected. You can reach us at support at jilllublin.com. And I know that your message matters. We'll see you again.